know, I would like to podcast a lot, but the opportunities are limited, so I'm always happy to carve out some time to do it when I can. Um, I don't have a studio. I don't really even have a room to myself at the house, so usually it happens while I'm walking, and and when I try to do that, um, I usually try to do it at 6 in the morning so that um, there's less car and motorcycle sounds, and also that people don't see me talking to myself and I look like an idiot. So, for example, I'm doing this on my lunch break. I'm walking the dog. The car is going by. The wind all of a sudden started blowing to the point where I almost think I have to discontinue now. There's a guy walking parallel to me across the street. And again, it makes me very uncomfortable that people wonder why I'm talking to myself. And uh, I'm walking Clyde and I have to immediately clean up after him. Uh, it only took him a couple minutes, so I'm left holding the literal and metaphorical bag. Um, so, of course, apologies for the no doubt terrible sound quality of this, but hopefully substance over style, if I can get some substance out of this. Okay, so let's start with the Dodgers. I often start with other more personal stuff, but we'll get to that, and we'll try to keep this tight. Um, if you're paying any attention at all, and I have to think you are, because even my daughter has paid a little bit of attention. Uh, the Dodgers are ferocious right now. Um, there's been a series of good teams over the past few years, but this one may top them all, assuming they don't go into that 1-16 in dive like they did in 2017, and assuming the World Series doesn't go bonkers. Of course, there's no guarantee that they get to the World Series. And that's basically my topic. It's my perennial topic, which is people judging an entire season based on what happens in the World Series, which I don't believe in. There's no doubt that I want them to win the World Series. I was in agony as recently as 2020 when they didn't win. Um, but if you're missing the journey... Uh, you're missing a lot of good times. Um, every time they put another win on there, every time someone excels, it's just a lot of fun. I was explaining to my daughter last night, who again, once said straight out a couple years ago, sports are dumb, but has noticed that the Dodgers keep winning all the time. Um, or she asks about it, and I say, yes, they've won again. And she's like, she can't believe it. And she's still trying to figure out a reason to care beyond that. And I've gone back to my old standby, which is that it's not just about the baseball. It's about the journey. Um, baseball is an epic story. The players are characters. Each season is a chapter. And the minute you get invested in the stories, you're going to be hooked. It can't just be about the winning and losing because the losing in and of itself. Sorry, pausing for a car here. Guy was looking at me, didn't like it. Um, the losing's depressing, and if, you, if that's what you're. If it's just a binary way of life, 
it's not going to work. But if you look at these guys from the Hall of Famers like Clayton Kershaw to Scrubs, um, or the people like Trace Thompson, who is right now a fourth outfielder, but is making an incredible comeback story. Um, coming back from back surgery, all that. This is incredible stuff. And honestly, even if they lose the World Series, when it is harder to sort of not get into the win-lose binary situation, who really lives through something this year. And uh, they might turn out to be the greatest regular season team ever. And that will always be a bigger test and a bigger thing to celebrate than a World Series title. It's just harder. It's like saying, I climbed Everest, but I got to the top and then I tripped. You know, you climbed Everest. Um, God, I will segue into the personal stuff. Um, when I finished my novel, it was such an incredible achievement for me. Um, and it gave me such pleasure, the process of writing it. And now I'm a year and a half into trying to get it published. That guy, the same guy now, he turned around and is walking perpendicular to me. He's coming right at me. Saw me talking to Snuggin. All right, he's going on. Um, um, I don't have very many connections in the publishing world, but I was making use of them and I was getting encouragement. And uh, a couple things I'll say. One is that the publishing world, if you have any kind of connection, and sometimes even if you don't, they write the nicest rejection letters I've ever seen. I mean, even if they're dismissing the book sort of out of hand, they're super polite and understanding of what it's like to put yourself out there. And uh, the ones that do have a connection are really kind and can offer you either encouragement to go forward or they can try to refer you to a couple more people. So I've kind of been journeying from one referral to another over a very slim range. And, uh, boy, I've diverted from the Dodgers, but, um, the peak of this was I had one agent, uh, no, sorry, one editor, an actual book editor. I kind of bypassed the agent thing. Um, no, I'm going to take that back. It was the agent. I keep crossing over. He said in an email, everyone in the office is buzzing about your book. Let's talk. And I was on cloud nine. I mean, I was flying. I was like, I never got an email like that about this. Um, the last time that something like that happened, was in 1999, I had written my Buffy spec script, which still might be the best thing I've ever written. And my agent at the time said, this is going to get you where you want to be. He loved it so much, and everyone loved it. And then it didn't pan out. I got to write for So Weird, a Disney Channel show. And that was as far as I got. And I was like a AAA player in screenwriting who couldn't break into the big leagues. 
I couldn't get anything in prime time on broadcast, which is really all that mattered at the time. Okay. Doing stream of consciousness here. As it turned out, the guy, the agent talked to me and said, we're not do, we're not taking you on. And he said, people, there were a couple of people in his office who were in love with the book, but ultimately there wasn't a consensus on it. And therefore they couldn't get behind it. And God, that was crushing. A uh, couple subsequent rejections. I got two rejections in the same morning while I was on vacation. That was a killer because I was trying to tune out from everything on that vacation. Um, and the rejections are piling up to an extent that I feel like after all this time, the writing's starting to be on the wall. I'm not giving up, or I'm not giving up yet, but it is getting pretty hard to see any optimism. I still think it's great. I really do. I've been reading a ton this year. I feel like for a genre like this, two cars in a truck, um, my book measures up. I think it's really, I think it's kind of powerful and emotional and cathartic and everything. And it's just not breaking through. And I'm running out of connections. Um, and sending this cold is really a dicey situation. Um, so that is a very, very long way of saying that I kind of got World Series focused there. My book became like winning the World Series and stuff. In a lot of ways, over the past 18 months, it stopped, the journey has stopped mattering. And I really want to get back to valuing that journey I was on. It, it, in many ways, I've said this before, it was my best friend during the pandemic. It was a bucket list item that I achieved. The, the idea of publishing it, that it might be good enough to publish, did not materialize in my mind until I was getting very near the end. And I thought I'd made the leap with the writing that I would need to make. It's the journey. With the Dodgers, enjoy the journey. Enjoy the comeback stories. Enjoy the dominance. Enjoy the hope. Enjoy the idea that if they win the World Series this year, and they win, so that'll be two World Series out of the past three years, they are truly the dominant team in every respect um, of the past 10 years at least. And I think you can make the argument that even though the Giants won the World Series, um, I believe two of those times they didn't win their division. So they really, it's the opposite situation. They didn't win the journey. They just got, uh, they didn't slip on Everest when they stumbled into onto it. Uh, whatever. It's August. The Dodgers have she um, six wins. They go 40, 14 and 25. They get to 100. That's a stunning stat. Um, they have a shot breaking the record of 116. So there you have it. Um, something else I wanted to talk about. This is uh, I don't know how this is going to make me sound, but, um, 
got a little infatuated, and I'm trying to say this in the least creepy way possible, with Melissa Villasenor, who's on, obviously, who's on Starry Night Live, and uh, who I think is hilarious, but that's not even the thing. On her social media, Instagram mainly, but also elsewhere, she has just got such an open and upbeat personality that fits into really, it's, I just feel very connected to what she's doing out there. She's funny, but, she, but she's also vulnerable. She's honest. Um, I'm sure there's an element of self-promotion into what she's doing. I mean, she's got an book coming out that looks wonderful with um, inspiring illustrations that are very well done. And, uh, but it's also really, it's engaged with who we are and human, uh, human life. Great phrase. Um, I think she's there as much for other people as she is for herself, more for other people than she is for herself. And I always think she's under use on Saturday Night Live. Whenever I see, she does some bits on either weekend update, she did an incredible um, sketch with Selena Gomez that I urge you to go find, um, along with others on weekend update. And I mean, I actually tweeted about her, about how she was so underused that it was, you know, a crime. And the only time I think she's ever, I mean, for, I know the only time she's ever replied to me, she said basically in some fashion she agreed. And that caused a little bit of a storm where people were covering it with this idea that she was really unhappy and she couldn't hold it back. And I felt really bad about that. Um... I guess that's neither here nor there. Um, and she got over it. I don't even know if she gave me a second thought. Um, but I'm rooting for her so much, not because she's funny, but just because we need that kind of personality in the world. We need more of it. Um, it's kind of a treasure that people don't realize. People are taking for granted. Um, so there. Um, that's probably all I needed to say about that. And again, I hope that's not embarrassing for me or um, gives a wrong impression. But um, I eagerly await every time for the next post from her on Instagram. Okay. Um, do you think there's anything else to hit before I wrap up? I guess I'll just say one more thing and then we'll keep this tight and stop. Um, the 20th anniversary of Dodger Thoughts passed. Um, you can barely call it an anniversary because I'm barely riding on there. Uh, in a sense, I buried the lead, which is the passing of Vin Scully. Um, there's not enough... I don't have it in me to talk about him. It was, it devastated me, even though I was prepared for it, I was devastated. Um, and the weird thing about it was um, a 
found out about it while in the car driving my son and two friends to another friend's house. So I had to keep it completely internal for 10 minutes until the drop-off happened. And then I just lost it completely. Um, I'm not going to talk more about that right now. Um, you can read my piece on Dodger Thoughts if you want, but that's really the only thing I've written on Dodger Thoughts this year. So it has been 20 years since I started the site. The site was kind of everything to me before. The site was my novel before I wrote the novel. Um, but honestly, it doesn't really work anymore. Um, I can't, my readership is gone except for a few diehards. So, um, I feel like I'm riding into a vacuum and I'm, um, I'm saving all my oh, cars starting. Sorry. I keep mentioning this stuff because it's so, un, uh, frustrating. Um, I put all my stuff out on Twitter. Now I keep it short and sweet and I save the poetry for my novel, which finished. So there's not a lot of poetry happening for me. Um, it's a little sad to me, but also it's a chapter on the journey also that had a beginning, a middle, and an end. And a great middle, and a great beginning, and an okay end. Um, I will write it on him again, but if my last post were on Vince, there's no better way to end because he was my inspiration starting when I was age 10. Um, my earliest baseball memory is his call of Aaron Sinner's 15th home run. I was six and a half years old. Nothing comes before that. So he's, uh, he's my birth as a baseball fan. I can't remember what the first baseball game I attended was. I just remember Vince call. That's my origin story. So, what was I saying? Um, I guess... I guess I feel like I'm just at a weird place with my writing right now. Because I'm not really writing right now. I, I've struggled so much with my second book idea that I just put it aside for the time being. Um, been reading a ton. That's kind of been, that's kind of become my best friend this year. I mean, again, outside my actual friends. Um, and I'm fine with that for this year. And I'll, I'll go back to the book no later than next January. I think that'll be enough time off. I'll be ready to dive in, but it was getting me down. And I don't want it. The world's enough to get you down. I don't want my writing to get me down. With some distance, I think I'll be ready to dive back in. Um, overall, things are good. Life has its ups and downs, but I think I have more ups, and I hope you are too. Um, you know, fewer people will listen to this podcast than would see a Dodger Thoughts post, but I like to talk and don't have to be poetic, so it takes the pressure off. Uh, when I tweet this out, I'm going to include a uh, mention of Melissa in the tweet, and I will 
be truly embarrassed if she actually reacts to it or listens to it. But I mean, well, I'm a big, big fan. Um, I hope she continues and I hope I continue. And I, I just, this is one way of connecting. I like connecting. So thanks for listening. And, uh, we all talk to you soon.